Hey there, I am so excited to let you know that my upcoming book, Building Your Money Machine, is available for pre-order. Now, you might say, why do I want to pre-order a book that I'm not going to get until June 11th, 2024, when it comes out? Here's why. First off, it's going to get you access to a, a whole handful of wealth resources that you can't get anywhere else. They will go away. These are special resources, trainings and tools and, and templates that allow you to implement them into your life, to get financial freedom started in your life. The whole idea behind this book is to alight the path to financial freedom so you get the chance to live a life of choice not a life of need, to be able to choose what you do, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it with. And yet we seem to not want to talk about financial freedom or money or wealth because we demonize it. But the fact is, is that it's just a tool. And if we use the tool correctly, we have a richer lifestyle, but we have a deeper impact. People's lives are better. And I want to have that conversation and I want to have it frankly. I want to have it openly. I want to give you the step-by-step -step process to get yourself the financial freedom. And that's what this book does for you. It's about getting your money to work harder for you than you did for it. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to yourmoneymachinebook.com. Check out the wealth resources that you get for free, but they're going to expire. So you need to pre-order the book today, put your information in, and then we'll make sure that we get you the resources to get you on the road and on the path to financial freedom. And until I get a chance to see you on the road or see you on that path, always, always strive to live a life that outlives you. See you soon. Hey there, I'm Mel Abraham, the author of the number one best-selling book, The Entrepreneur's Solution, and the founder of Business Breakthrough Academy, where we teach you how to design a business and create a life, a life of financial freedom and peace of mind. And welcome back to this uh, episode of The Entrepreneur's Solution Show. This one I'm really excited about because it's, we're going to talk about, or we're going to begin talking about one of the most critical elements of business, and that's your business model. And many times when someone says, well, what's your business model? They, they automatically talk about how they make revenue, how do they make money. And, and it, it, it definitely is that, but it's much more than that. And this is the area that I think is the result of most business failures because they've got the wrong business model. So right after this brief introduction, I want to come back and we're going to give you an idea of what happens with business models. And then in a, in a later episode, we're going to talk about how to structure a business model, the key elements of a business model. So you can go out and build your business and your business model in the correct way to have optimal growth, optimal success, and optimal profitability. So I'll see you back here after this brief introduction. And remember that every episode has a downloadable tool, template, or work, uh, worksheet or guidebook. And in order to get that for this episode, go to melabraham.com forward slash session 030. And uh, if you're not at your computer or you're out running or you're at the gym or you're driving, uh, go ahead and text. And that way that you'll, you'll have the link right on your phone when you get back to the computer. Just text my legacy, one word, no spaces, to 38470. We'll get, uh, we'll get that link to you right away. So I'll see you right back here after this brief introduction. See you soon. Bye. <laughs>
Welcome to the Entrepreneur Solution, where highly successful entrepreneur Mel Abraham becomes your entrepreneurial mentor. Here, Mel reveals his business building strategies and even gets a chance to answer your questions. Mel Abraham, a CPA by education, but an entrepreneur by exhilaration and a true believer in the entrepreneurial way of life. It's through entrepreneurship that we create community, support society, and live our dreams. It's where possibility meets reality again, and you can have the life and lifestyle you want, one of freedom and peace of mind. Welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneur Solution, where it's time for you to be bold, dream big, and live life your way. Hey there, welcome back to this episode of the Entrepreneur Solution Show. I'm Mel Abraham, the founder of Business Breakthrough Academy and the author of the number one best-selling book, The Entrepreneur Solution. And in this episode, we're going to talk about business models, uh, give you an idea of some of the elements of business models and the things that will indicate whether you've got the right business model or not. And then in a later episode, we'll talk about the ingredients, the things that you need to design the proper business model in this context. Now, you, some people will say, well, what is a business model? What does it take and what, what happens with it? And I, and I think that most of the great business successes and failures are successes and failures of business models. And I think we need to think through this. And with with what's going on in today's world, in today's economy, we see business model modifications, business model innovations uh, coming out regularly. You, you look at things like just uh, what seems to be uh, inconsequential, but it's dramatic. For instance, Gmail and what it does, what it's doing to the U.S. Postal Service, or Netflix. It's Netflix. In fact, Netflix was was created by Reed Hastings back in 1997 because Reed Reed rented a movie um, Apollo 13, and he got forty dollars of late fees uh, from Blockbuster Video, and he got so upset he decided I got to do something, and so he came up with this idea of Netflix, and this was before Netflix was streaming, and it was the sending of the DVDs and that type of thing. But Netflix, from 1997 to today, has gone from inception to over 60 million subscribers. Now, did he really modify or come up with new inventions and and, and new new creations? And, And the answer is no. What he really did was he took current capabilities, current capacities, current technologies and said, let me put them together differently to serve what was a perceived need, at least in his mind, and that was to be able to do things with movies, to have movies out without getting hit with a bunch of late fees and to give access to it and serve the consumer at a higher level. And so that's where Netflix uh, came into play and they continue to grow now with their streaming service. And like I said, there are over 60 million subscribers and we know what's happened to Blockbuster Video in that time frame because Blockbuster Video refused to change their business model. They refused to move with the times. They refused to look forward and say, what's happening? What's developing? What can we do that's different? What can we do that takes into consideration what our current consumers are, what our future consumers are, what the current technology is, where the future is going, and use that in a way to serve 
their market space, to serve the people, to serve the needs of their constituents, of, of their consumers. And, and that's really what we're here to do as entrepreneurs, and that's to continually serve. And if we're not coming from a place of service, if we're not looking at, at it from the perspective of our market, our consumer, our customer saying, what are their unmet needs? What are the problems they're looking to solve? What are the things that we can do? And without putting the boundaries on it, at least momentarily, the boundaries of what's been done in the past, how could we serve it at a better level? And that is has been the death knell of, of Blockbuster. They wanted to rest on their laurels. They wanted to say, no, we're a bricks and mortar store. And they did not want to shift with the times. They did not want to take in consideration new technologies, uh, new, new ways to deliver uh, service to their current customer base and we see what's happened uh, with them and, and Netflix has overtaken them and now Redbox is out there and uh, Blockbuster Video is is no more for the most part in that context and we see this in a lot of different industries in fact look at what Apple has done with Tower Records with the iTunes store and with with music in in that context when iTunes when Apple was able to to negotiate uh, the ability to buy one song instead of a whole album in that process. It changed the dynamics of an industry. It changed the dynamics of how, how artists get their music out there. It changed the dynamics of how consumers were able to consume the music that they wanted, to get access to the music that they wanted. I mean, we effectively have the ability to have all the albums, everything we want, right here on our phone or on our devices or on our computers or, or on those, those types of things. Uh, and when you look around, you see things like this all the time. Wikipedia and Google and how it had an impact on encyclopedias. Uh, look at Amazon and the impact on Borders Books or the book bookstore industry. So, so when we look at business models, they're constantly changing, they're constantly shifting. And it's not just about revenues. It's about the whole model. It's about service. It's about serving the consumer needs. It's about serving the, the, the market needs. It's about serving a lot of the needs of the people that that we're working, the team that, that we work with. So what I want to do in, in, this, in this episode is really start to talk about the business models and the concepts of business models so we can understand why it's important and what are the dynamics of that. And I'm going to talk to you about this business model ladder that I, that I have because in that process you'll have a chance to look at this ladder and say, gosh, this is where I might be. And based upon where you are in this model, and in this framework, it gives you an idea of where you need to focus and the things that you need to do uh, in, in, in doing that. So let's just, let's just start off with this concept and, and it's understanding what gear you're in. And the first thing is that most entrepreneurs that I see, uh, not most entrepreneurs, most starting out entrepreneurs, they get an idea. They don't really have a business model. They've never really thought about it. They've never really looked at it. And so they just go out and and start to do things but what happens in the process is they've got no business model there really is no value created to themselves or to the consumer and it's simply an idea and in order to transition to start to make money in order to do some of the things that that um, 
are necessary to become a viable business, the, the piece that we need to do is make a decision. We simply got to make a decision that we're going to be serious about it. And when we make a decision, we then start to look for ways to serve a community. And we create a model. Okay, It may not be the right model, but we created a model. And when you create a model, I now know how I'm serving the consumer. I know how I'm getting my product out there. I know what channels and some connections that I'm doing. I know who the customers are. Um, and I'm doing stuff. The, the challenge is that when you just grab onto any model, in fact, some models you grab onto because they're what's been done in the past. I mean, you look at what Blockbuster did or look at even the industry that I came out of, the CPA industry, the concept of swapping hours for dollars. It's an antiquated concept. The timesheet was created in 1919. You know, things have changed since 1919. And our industry, the industry, and most of my colleagues in the CPA world haven't changed along with it. And so they've got a model that doesn't serve. It doesn't serve. It doesn't uh, support. It doesn't allow them to create a good life for themselves as well as taking care of their clients in a way that is most appropriate. But they've got a model and you've got a model, the question is that how did you take on that model? Where did it come from? In most cases, what you've done is you've elevated yourself slightly from an idea to what I would call is a hobby uh, until we really get serious about it and define, which is the next transition point, and define the things that are really important in, in our business model. We can't cross what I call the money line. So what what this is really about at this stage is being extremely intentional about who you're going to serve, how you're going to serve them, with what, what, what you're going to serve them with in a way that it creates revenue, that it creates cash flow, that it creates profits, that it creates value that is what I call holistic value. So from a model, you get what's called a workable model. And when you get a workable model, all of a sudden, now you're working it. I mean, you've got to put a lot of work in, but now all of a sudden cash is coming in. You've got things working in a way that you can say, yeah, you know, this might be a good idea. This might have some legs. This might have some room to run, if you will. The key here is that when I get to this stage where it starts to prove itself out, I now need to refine the model. I need to get rid of the things that aren't working, and I need to bring on more things that do work. I need to ele elevate the things that are working. And I need to start picking things apart. And when I do that, I elevate myself to the next level of model, which is what I call the viable model. Now things are flowing. And now we're looking at it and we start to grow and we start to scale. And what we need to do now is now further refine, which is what I call elaborate. Really elaborate on those elements that are really the key value drivers to our customers, to our team, and to ourselves until we find ourselves in a place where this is the ultimate goal where we're in what I call the optimal business model. When we're in the optimal business model, we are at a stage that we know who we're serving, we know why we're serving them, we know how we're serving them, we know what we're serving them with, we're creating value that is value that's perceived as high value in our consumer's eyes, in our market's eyes, in, in the, people, the, the people that surround our business. This is really the key behind all of it. Now, some people say, well, how do I know? How do I know that, you know, where am I on this ladder? And, and so 
The way to figure it out in, in some cases is to look at the symptoms. It's not, not a whole lot different than, than going to a doctor. They check your symptoms. They te- check your, your you know, temperature. They check your blood work. They check your symptoms uh, and, and try to figure out the cause of those symptoms. And so the same thing. If I have no model, what you're going to find is that your cash flow is typically negative. You're going to find that you have really no systems and you're not making a whole lot of effort. So, I mean, this, if you identify with those things, and I'm not criticizing you in any way, shape, or form. I'm just, it's to create awareness. And when we create awareness, we can then make some shifts and changes to start to move in a direction that's more appropriate or more desirable, depending on what you want to do. Remember, this isn't about me telling you what's right and wrong. It's about you living intentionally by defining what it is uh, that you want with your life, with your business, and being intentional about it. So if you find that you've got negative cash flow, no systems, really no effort, then you're still dealing at that idea stage. You have no business model. At the next stage, you start to see that we have sporadic ca- cash flow. Now, you know, maybe you're, you're doing some t-shirts and one or, one or two t-shirt sales come in and friends are buying from them. So you, you are getting some cash flow, but it's sporadic. And from a system standpoint, it's really dysfunctional. Every time you got to do an order, you're on the phone, you're doing it, you've got no real systems in place. And the effort that you need to put in at that point is really frenetic. And so, so if you identify with those things and maybe you're sitting down at this level of what I call a model, but not a workable, viable, or optimal model, which we need to cross the money line and move beyond that. Well, when we cross the money line and we get to that workable model, what starts to happen? We start to see that the business starts to have regular cash flow. We have regular systems, although many times those systems are inefficient, and we are working. We're now putting in a lot of hours and we're putting in a lot of work. We're putting in a lot of effort. So, so we may see, and, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs that are at that stage, and so what we need to do is start to refine. Remember, the, the, the key word here is to refine the business model so we can move to a more viable business model or the optimal business model, if, if that makes sense. And when we do that, now all of a sudden the cash flow is flowing. You've got effective systems in place, and now you're able to delegate the effort out to other people. That starts to relieve you a bit from the business. And I know, and I know I'm throwing a lot at you, but, but I, I think it's important for you to try and understand the dynamics of this. And at the same time, uh, it may be helpful for you to make sure that you download the guidebook on this so you have this graphic in front of you and you can actually see it pictorially because I'm throwing a lot of terms and things at you. Now, when, once we have a viable business model, we've got cash flow that's flowing, we've got effective systems in place, and we're able to start delegating the, the work. We can now elaborate some of the systems, processes, and the business model that we're creating. Now, all of a sudden, we get, to oursel- get ourselves to what, we, what I call the optimal business model. And the optimal business model allows us to have high cash flows, efficient systems, and leveraged effort. And what I, what I mean by leveraged effort is that at this point, if I step away from a business and it continues to run, it doesn't decline because I'm not there, 
I've got leveraged effort. This is what we want to do. If we are to create a business that's going to give us life, to give us, give us a future that we want, to give us value, then it is important to, to start to find what is that optimal business model. Design it with intent. Design it with intentionality. So we create something in the vision of what it is we want. And so the, the whole purpose of this episode was really to try and open up your awareness of understanding where you might be in your business and what you might need to do, whether you need to focus on making decisions, whether you need to focus on defining the business model, whether you need to focus on refining your business model, whether you need to focus on elaborating on certain systems and processes that are in place to allow you to start delegating more until you can amplify everything and be in a leveraged position with high cash flow, efficient systems, and leveraged effort. That's really the key. And and to give you an idea of how important this is, uh, I was reading, I was going through uh, the internet a while back and looking at businesses and I went to, to this one business that I'd gone to before and lo and behold, I'm looking at their website and they've shut the business down. And they shut the business down for a business model reason. And here's what they posted on, on their uh, um on their website, you know, this is this is called Speaker Mix, and it says Speaker Mix will be shutting down on December thirty first, two thousand twelve, and it says, in short, we were unable to find a viable business model that made sense. Most business models, I mean, most business failures are failures of business models, and most business model failures come from one of four things. One is that there's some that it's extraneous, that the, what you're providing, what you're creating is extraneous. In other words, it's not valued by the customer. It's, uh, it's considered trivial by, by the customer. The second is that, that it's uh, erroneous. It's, it's the wrong business model. We just are in the wrong business for where we're going. Let me look at, look at um, blockbuster video in a sense that as things shifted they didn't shift with it they had the wrong business model in place the third is external there's some environmental change or shift or timing issues things like uh, a legislative change technological change um, those kinds of things can affect your business model and cause it to fail also. And then the last, and I, and I would tell you that this is probably one of the biggest reasons business models fail, and that is execution. And it's, it's bad execution, sporadic execution, not disciplined execution, not an execution loop where we're executing, getting feedback, changing, shifting, and moving. This is a dynamic process. It is not set it and, and leave it. This is something that we need to continually work on. And, and so the key to your success is getting, getting yourself to a place where you've got a viable or optimal business model, that you're moving yourself up that, that line, that you're considering the, the services in those types of things in the process, how you're serving your community, how you're serving your marketplace, the needs that are being served, the problems that are being solved, the way you relate to them, the way you communicate with them, the connections that you have. We're going to go a little bit deeper into that in, in, in the next episode where we start to break down, well, what is truly a business model and take you deeper into that. This really, this episode was solely to, to try and bring the awareness in to what it is that you're you're looking at so in the process it's really about coming back into 
this position to understand what that business model is. And we'll give you more information in, in the next session. So I hope that this raised your awareness as to what business models are, where you might be in that business model ladder, why it's important that you have the right business model, what are the symptoms or the indicators that maybe you're in the wrong place right now, the ability to change it and how to change it. And what I would I'd ask you to do is, again, get the guidebook. It'll start helping you bring this together and we'll use it in the next segment also. But by going to melabraham.com forward slash session zero three zero. If you're not at your computer, you can text uh, my legacy one word to 38470. And, I, and uh, do me a favor, if you would, share this with a friend. You know, those, those that are out there trying to, to put a business together, thinking about putting a business together, maybe they've, they've stagnated or they plateaued and they're trying to figure things out. Business model may be the key. Share it with a friend. Let's give them the gift of some of the tools, the templates, the tactics, and the strategies that you're getting to uh, elevate them. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe so you can get get my, my regular uh, training and, and this is my way of being your entrepreneurial mentor through the process to give you access to the things that, that we're doing and we continue to do uh, in this place. I, I am, a, I am the, a champion of the entrepreneurial way of life and I, I see it as the vehicle to shift and change the things that we're doing in society to give us a life that is a life by our own design and, and if I have even an inkling, even a minor little uh, possibility of helping you in that process, I feel blessed, I feel honored, and, and I feel like I'm doing what I was here to, to do and, and taking those decades and decades of, of experience and background as an entrepreneur and as a consultant and providing you some tools to move you to the next level. So I hope you find that of value. Uh, remember to get the guidebook, subscribe, share it with a friend, see you soon in the next episode. Until we see each other in the next episode, may your vision be grand your journey epic, and your legacy significant. Cheers. See you on the other side. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe so you get access to all of Mel's business and success tips. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. If you have a specific business or success question, you can ask it at www.askmelnow.com. Remember, it's all about being bold dreaming big, and living life your way. Because the world needs you. Until the next episode, may your vision be grand, your journey epic, and your legacy significant.